This is Sid Haig for Nightmare Junkhead. Listen, or I'll come over there and put my boot all up in your ass. consciousness like a bad nostalgic dream that you can't wake from that's right we're crossing the streams and combining the nerds of nostalgia with nightmare junkhead to enhance your overall listening experience with the nerds of your nightmares podcast my name is greg d and i'm genius mcgee and on our uh, special halloween hangover episode we're going to be talking about uh, our halloween experiences good bad ugly and everything in between because we are recording on the day after halloween mm-hmm. it's like preseason. It is, right? Our postseason, postseason. postseason yeah, post-season. we're going we're gonna to take a look and see what we did right, what we did wrong, what mm-hmm. are we going to do different next year, Yep. are we going to do anything next year, you know? <laughs> Should we do anything Exactly. These are the ponderous questions that we're going to be, uh, you know, ruminating on today, uh, but we are doing something a little bit special here. Yeah. We are recording in the outdoors. I know, the wilderness. Man. Right. I, yeah. I posted on Twitter and Facebook, you know, we're getting our uh, Henry David Thoreau on right now, man. We're going all Walden here. Uh, and it's kind of nice. It's gorgeous, dude. I am yeah. really happy, actually. You know, I love being in the basement and all, but you kind of get separated from everything. Mm-hmm. It sounds good. It feels good, you know? The, the leaves are changing right mm-hmm. now. It's there's a perfect. There's a little bit of a crisp in the air. I'm just waiting. I'm going to look, and I'm going to see Michael Myers staring right. at me from afar. <laughs> but I think that's one of the unsung uh, joys of the Halloween season. I mean, a lot of people focus on, like, you know the horror aspect. I mean, I do too. You know, oh, I mean, it's it's I'm it goes with it. the thing. But then sometimes, you know, sometimes it's good just to stop and look how the nature is celebrating it too. You know, it's like almost like the leaves are putting on their costumes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. No, there's something inherently wonderful yeah. regarding when it's it's all about the transitions mm-hmm. that you go in. I'm one of those people, and it comes down to a physiological thing. I'm one of those people that if I start thinking hard, I sweat. Oh yeah, so same I here, hate dude. the summer. So I love the the transition yeah. and just from the, the the really hot, nasty to the nice, cool, and crispy. Because mm-hmm. you know? I'm with you, dude. Summer can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> summer sucks. I hate summer. And you know what? With winter, you can keep layering up, and you're and you're fine. You're fine. But in but the summer, that, the, the, but that little late uh, or early spring, late oh. fall, that's a mwah, magic season. Man. It's fantastic. You can open up the window. Mm-hmm. And you get that lovely change of yeah. the season. And you can do you can fucking go outside and do shit without leaving a puddle of sweat behind you like a snail. You know that's how else do you find your way back home, man? You know, <laughs> no, that's like sort a, of... it's like a filthy Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> Just follow the trail of slime. <laughs> it smells like bacon grease in here. It's delicious. It's good for you, right? You know, mine are three years old. I've just been eating this shit every day. <laughs> Now, so uh, recently here uh, for Halloween, the night before, we had the opportunity to host kind of our first annual mm-hmm. meeting here. It was uh, the Kansas City Horror Club and Nerds of Nostalgia Presents. Uh, it was Trick or Treats. Yeah. It was our own little movie marathon. It was fantastic. It, it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun, man. It, we uh, we had the opportunity, and I want to thank uh, Adam over at Tapcade for having mm-hmm. us because he gave us the opportunity to basically program our own movie night. Yeah. And we took it very seriously. We did. We were planning and like, okay, we need to have, like, since the first time we heard about it, we're like, okay, we need to have a theme. Right. We need to have, okay, so we're going to give out prizes. What are we going to give out? What are we going to do? Let's figure out what we're going to, we've been talking off and on about it for like about a month. 
And then finally, it's like the day before we're like, okay, we, we were going to actually record an episode. And we're like, you know, let's not record. Let's focus on the tomorrow. And we're like, okay. I almost felt guilty bringing it up, but then you were like, no, let's do this. I'm like, okay, good. Right, because I, I, got, I got notes too. So let's, uh, yeah. We're on the same page here. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we did because um, I really like to think it went really well. Oh, I think it went great. Because um, number one, it was on a Friday against a Royals game. Royals yes. in the World Series. It's the you know the night before Halloween. I'm like I don't know how many people are going to come out to this, mm-hmm. but bless every single one of those people because it's there. sold out too. It, did. it was great, and we had a great crowd. Oh, a wonderful crowd! Uh, dark humor girl out there. Thank you very much. I know you were out there. I was telling uh, Genius, I was like you're meeting these people on Twitter, which is very interesting and cool. But people are like, yeah, we're listeners. So number one, thank you guys for coming mm-hmm. out. Um, hope you had a good time and. Tell us about your experiences. Yes, we would love uh, to know. Because, like I said, we put a lot of thought into the the, the overall theme. Mm-hmm. And then once we had the theme, then we started boiling down. It's like, well, what do we include? What don't we include? You know, right. what's the logical order? All uh-huh. these nerdy kind of things <laughs> that you think about when you start doing stuff like this. Because there was a lot of, I mean, like some people put together parties and like, oh, let's just fucking throw this there and that, that, whatever, you know. And sometimes that's cool, but sometimes it's like when you're hosting the party, there's a lot more, you know, people don't realize that when you're... Going, when you're actually hosting the party, there's got to be okay. You got to think about okay, what are we doing? What, what time? Mm-hmm. What times are we going on? Are we doing the time time frame? Especially when it's like at a cool venue, right? And that's yeah. Again, hands hats off to Adam and Tapcade. Yeah. Tapcade's wonderful. We haven't been there yet, you guys. A shit ton of arcade games, mm-hmm. huge beer selection, awesome tacos, mm-hmm. good appetizers, and nice drinks. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Not that I partook in any of them, mind you. If but... you have any pictures, please post oh, them online. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> they'll be talking about it for ages. <laughs> so we decided, you know, what our theme was, and we went with demons, demons, demonic possession, demons. Mm-hmm. You know, the scary monsters with yeah. large fangs, and not necessarily the devil. But just demons. There's a big difference, and I think a lot of our listeners can know that the devil is different from just demons. So we narrowed it down to three that we thought really represented uh, really good demon films, mm-hmm. but that would also play well with a crowd. And also in our own wheelhouse, you know, the kind of like what we grew up watching, what we have watched as we've transitioned in time to this point. So like a good, like, this is what the nerds Of nostalgia. That's a good about. representation of yes. what we like. And also, hopefully, that if you know if you're familiar with the films, you want to rewatch them. Mm-hmm. These are ones that are very, very rewatchable. Yes, um, but that also play well with a crowd. That- Most that's that's one of the key things, especially for people who haven't seen the movie. Which I was surprised how many people never seen these movies. I mean, and the one that's seen is one of those things like nature. You take it for granted because what we're like, oh, you've never of seen that. Demons, that, right? what the fuck's wrong with you? But yet <clears throat> we forget that there's people out there who haven't seen it, you know, and now can see it as they're older. Through like what it really should have been like nostalgic, exactly, and that's the other thing is we didn't let people know what the movies were beforehand. This yeah. was a mystery uh-huh. horror triple feature, um, and so we didn't um, disclose the lineup, and not even that you know they knew as we brought it up, and we didn't even tell the theme. Yeah, exactly, because we know people are like oh, well, we know see. there's some yeah. Yeah, knowledge. Kansas City has some very knowledgeable horror folks here, mm-hmm. uh, so we open up with 1985's Demons. Yep. Which is, I thought was a great film to open with because, number one, the setting, mm-hmm. the theater setting. The theater setting was perfect. Absolutely. And yeah. just some creepy guy passing out invitations. And basically, that's what, like, we did. We were just two <laughs> creepy guys passing, come to the show. You will have a good time. You know? And then just, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> and we were able to uh, program some custom pre-show programming before that one. And you killed it with that, I thought it dude. was pretty good. You killed it. It was it was enjoyable. Yeah, it was uh, funny, too. we were able to, I was plugging in uh, the, the Rick James, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, because I think we talked about it on the show, on, or at least off mic, probably, but we were talking about, like, man, it's kind of fucked up that the whole chick thing starts with the pimp and Rick James. Because the main chick who turns into a demon first looks like fucking Rick James. Spot on Rick I James. I mean, got the leather suit, the gold, the dread. I mean, demonoid. Right? You know. And the way, the way she killed even some of the guys just slap, you know, just like, just left a big claw mark. Just, I'm Rick James, bitch. And the movie itself, it just ramps up the insanity to the point where at the very end, everyone is possessed. They're still within the theater fighting. But they're in a motorcycle with a samurai sword. And then ultimately the helicopter crashing through. Just out of nowhere. Because, yeah, that movie like is a shithouse rat crazy. That is, yeah. I thought it was a really good one to open with just because of the overall insanity. And mm-hmm. this is also all of our films, and we are recording outside, so we got a little helicopter action going on This As long as it doesn't drop out of the sky out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that <laughs> is. You know what? We really, we're re- we re- really like fully functioning helicopters here on the podcast so we're all for that oh that was creepy oh my god get with the chopper i know man that's our first scary moment on the uh, halloween <laughs> hangover episode here what else can we summon out of thin air i know right was- uh well let's talk about the next movie linnea quigley oh maybe yeah. she'll just like pop out of nowhere linnea like quigley. beetlejuice linnea quigley linnea. Yes, right. do we need to look in like one of those compact mirrors <laughs> and say her name five times and then like all the while you're encircling your nipple, your nipple with, with the- lipstick yeah. So in between films, we had a short uh, musical set. Yes, by Victor Zen and Graham, and their band is Automatic Music. And in probably future podcasts, we'll play some sort of stuff between. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Because that was one of the things we kind of wanted to mix things up. And mm-hmm. we uh, we started off with trivia and prizes. Prizes um, um, offered through our good buddies at Rotten Rentals. Mm-hmm. So always check them out. They are fr- friends of the podcast, and we're actually we're like you know the hair club. You know, not only yeah. are we, uh, you know, the president, but we're members, you know. And <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Ron Reynolds. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, so we had prizes given out to them. Um, and then, yeah, Automatic played. It was a fun set, very horror-themed. Uh, then we introduced. And the cra- their names were crazy, though. The song names. Oh, there was a. Um, a four, a three of a Kind Beats a Paraplegic. Um, and then uh, The Cannibal Who Falls in Love With His Food. That's the name of the song. Now, what was the one that had the sing-along that was great? Oh, that was great. Tastes like blood. That's right. And then he's talking about like uh, how he's trying to eat all these different things. Like he's like lists off like eggs Benedict, and then all of a sudden in the middle tastes like blood. Dude, it was great. That was, it was really perfect in terms of the the, uh, the overall like mood and atmosphere mm-hmm. for our horror marathon. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice little taste. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so great. Shout out to Automatic. Thank you guys man. for doing that. Definitely, and you're always invited on the podcast, uh, which led us to our second film, and we did a Linnea Quigley pre-show for it. Just dirty. Very. Yeah, She's well, a dirty girl. Very much. Well, you know <clears throat> that was the really funny thing was that one of the audience members that was there was a high school kid. And uh, it, no, no, shout out to the kid because uh, his mom was like, apparently had called up beforehand, was like, you know, is it cool if I bring my son? And uh, Justin mentioned, he's like, well, these are going to be some pretty hard R movies. She's like, no, it's cool. He loves that stuff. Yeah. So I'm my props to this this guy out there. The little he's awesome because he got to see all these films in the theater, in the theater for the first time, which was wonderful. Yeah, at that golden age. Yes. Too. Very impressionable. So I'm hoping that those films hit the sweet spot eventually. Now the way they do for us, you know, uh, because our next film was. Night of the Demons. Man. Yes. 
one of, for me, it was the high point of the marathon. And it was almost a callback to our very first show. So before we were the Nerds of Nostalgia, before we had Nightmare Junkhead, the podcast was called uh, the Dedrick Movie Night Podcast. It was just a natural offshoot to what I do with a movie night. And I was like, yeah, why not record a podcast for the movie night? And then I had Genius here, guest host, on one of those episodes where we talked about Linnea Quigley. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time I had worked with him you know what have you um but just i was just like yeah just like it was a natural conversation it was a lot of fun and i just kept bringing you back until eventually we became nerds and nostalgia and i was like yeah dude you're 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 google gobble one of us right, yeah you know man. and it was just yeah, it was a lovely talk because we talked about our love yeah shared love of linnea quigley mm -hmm. which was one of those kind of like hey did we just become best friends yep you know it was, it was then we started doing instead of kudum karate in the basement we started recording in the basement exactly we became stepbrothers boats <laughs> and hoes <laughs> It was a nice moment. It was a nice moment. But that's what I always liked about that shared love of yeah. specific like genres, what have you, things like that. It just it's those cool little litmus tests we talked about on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. So screening Night of the Demons, it was wonderful. It was sleazy. Crowd reaction with the uh, the Oof. lipstick trick was wonderful. Uh, just a good gooey, gory, wonderful. The score, yeah. Ah. Look for a uh, what's, the score? what's the score? Yeah, segment on Nightmare Junkhead with Night of the Demons. Uh, we just got that on vinyl. It sounds so good. Nice. So good. Uh, Linnea just doing her one of her iconic performances. Because her entrance in the movie. It's just filthy. Just, just here's Linnea. And the, actually, the guy on the left-hand side, man, between the smacking of the gum mm -hmm. and just the forehead sweat, yeah, perfect, because that's we all kind of felt the same way, you know? <laughs> it was me and you back in the day behind the counter, like a skinny dude and a big fat dude, just like, God damn. Is this making anyone else uncomfortable? No, okay, no, we're cool, we're cool. <laughs> you want the ones at the very bottom, the and I actually, very bottom. The vinyl version I have is the Sour Balls version. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Nice. Um, and it, this one definitely played well, too, because uh -huh. it's, um, you know, I was actually dressed. We were both dressed up for the nights because we had a costume contest. So you, man, and let me tell you, you mm -hmm. were looking great. <laughs> My man makes a mean leather face. And, <laughs> and it was kind of a, a cross of, like, Gunnar Hansen and Bill Johnson, you know, because you would occasionally do the shimmy. But I think you were more traditionally on the, the Gunnar Hansen yeah, level. Yeah, I was going for more scares. You were good. You were good. <laughs> like, enough that people were, like, you know, calling you out for pictures. Yeah. You were scaring kids out in the uh, the lobby area. <laughs> just for shits and giggles, man. Because why wouldn't you? Right, right. And I'm just... Before I went in, I'm sitting there. I was like, I'm going to take a smoke. And I was sitting there, and then I see all these people, like, leaving for work and shit. And I'm like... I got it. So I put my, I put my uh, my hair on. I put my mask on, and I'm still smoking a cigarette. And I'm in a bloody ass apron on the corner of Seventeenth and McGee, with a chainsaw. And as people walk by, I'd kind of like just stand there and go, rin, 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 you know. And like they were walking, and I would slowly kind of follow them, you know. You know how many night terrors you were going to be <laughs> inducing from here on out, man. That's just uh. part of me salutes you. But another part of me that experienced it on the other side is giving you the biggest middle finger right now. Because I've had some... You're saluting me with the middle finger. The middle yeah. finger, yeah. Begrudgingly. You sir are a genius, but you fucking suck. You know? Because I went uh, with a different... I went with uh, I went with my stooge outfit. Mm -hmm. um, and then, did you, when people saw the costume for the first time, did you hear, like, half the crowd go, oh! And then they kind of, like, went, Made oh, the connection. Okay, yeah. It wasn't looking like some, like, 
Joe Dirt with a, you know, right a pig with the pig nose. nose. Yeah, and they're like, ah, oh. which was nice. It was and your nice. shirt even said NJ and NOP. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, nerds and yeah, nerds and nerds and NJ. That was awesome. That, you know, it was subtle. It was yeah. subtle, but it was fun. And I don't, I'm not a big dresser upper, so yeah. that was kind of a big thing for me, actually dressing up like that. Dude, we need to take our costumes and do the costume contest in Chicago. Okay. Oh no, I. I will be I will be comfortable with that because okay. we are going to the Days of the Dead in Chicago yeah. uh, end of November. Definitely expect an episode or three from there, <laughs> right? Uh, because we'll, we'll definitely be meeting up with uh, like uh, I know Mr. Mr. Don's going to come back on the show. Uh, we'll probably have Atomic Cotton on. Yeah. Uh, who knows who we'll be getting on yeah. the podcast for that? But it's going to be a lot of fun. We mm-hmm. guarantee that. Definitely look out for that. Um, excuse me. Oh goodness! Sorry, <laughs> got the vapors. Okay. Well, we are recording outside, right. so we have to adjust to that occasionally. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm really excited just the way this is all turning out, the way everything was transitioning. So we then had our costume contest, mm-hmm. and we had a lot of people dress up as well. Yeah, we did. I was really excited. Yeah, I was. I, I was nervous that not many people would, but man, we had some really good costumes. Mm-hmm. And so we had a good costume contest. First and second prizes were both phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, gave away a DVD and then the, uh, the the Nerds Not on the Town package, basically. Yeah, that was from the Horror Club. It was a $25 gift certificate to AMC, a $30 gift certificate to uh, the Green Room. And let's see, what else? There was some, I put in some up-down tokens and Did I see a rubber in there? Yeah, I threw a condom. <laughs> I threw a condom in there because I figured, well, if it's a fucking narrow of the town, it's, it's classy. Of the town. It's classy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, have fun. Have fun, kids. And so, yeah, we had a great turnout for that. And then we had a raffle as well. I mm-hmm. uh, had a really good uh, turnout for the raffle. We had some and, great uh, raffle prizes. And uh, Victor from Automatic Music was the one who painted that cool Freddy. That Freddy was great. That was yeah. the first thing that went away, actually, yeah. when yeah, the, uh, we gave away the raffle tickets. So um, we had a good turnout for that. Now, by this time, it's about 1230. You know, not <laughs> The crowd's kind of twindled down. We it got... is. So what do we follow up then, Night of the Demons, with our final movie? We've got to go out with a bang. Mm-hmm. And this was the one that I think kind of spurned everything for the most part. This was, the, I think, the first movie you recommended that we then went with a theme because you were so, you held, you were like, we were showing this. Yeah. Regardless. And yeah. What was it, Genius? Tales from the Crypt presents Demon Knight. I loved this movie, man. I saw this movie in the theater twice. I loved it, dude. Because, like, Tales from, it was Tales from the Crypt, and it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's, like, it's gory. This movie really deserves a rewatch, yeah. and that was your biggest thing because you're like you were championing it. I hadn't seen it in a while, but I had fond memories of it. But I was like, oh, I'm not sure. Rewatching it, especially with the you know, our people that yeah. were still there, they were still. It really elicited a response to them. Mm-hmm. The humor, Billy Zane. Oh, my favorite line of Billy Zane. Cool dude, Billy Zane. And I think kills I, even, I think movie. I even said it out loud when he says, "You're all doomed, you bunch of ho dunk po dunk." Well, then they're motherfuckers. I loved that line. I saw the first, and I just died he laughing. He chews. He was in another movie, and I he, I love his performance. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yes, that alone is worth the rewatch. Yeah. and it'll make you an instant Billy Zane fan. But this movie is just littered with so many character actors, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things we we're pointing out. This would have been a drinking game where, yeah. like, drink every time you go. Oh, it's Dick Miller, right? Oh, is that William Sadler, right? Jada Pink and before Smith? Yeah, is that CCH Pounder? Oh right. my god, it had so many great characters. Thomas actors. Hayden Church. <laughs> Lowell. Lowell's a scumbag yeah, in it this did. movie. Bye, Con Diablos. 
<laughs> and again, you have just that great Billy Zane performance, which just sells it. And this film deals with these really crazy, like, biblical Real, stakes, yeah, right? Some, there's some heavy shit. There's heavy shit in this movie. But you mentioned there's great gore, mm-hmm. great demon effects. Mm-hmm. This is a good, fun callback film. Yeah. It is just gooey, gory, good fun. And the thank you, those that, you know, went Stuck all the around, way with yeah. us. Because I think we converted some people on that one because there was just some good responses with it yeah it was great um so i really think we had a it was a good turnout i think everyone had fun I, I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure everybody had a great time let us know what you think uh hit us up on twitter and facebook uh email nerds of nostalgia gmail.com l genius yep uh, l underscore genius at twitter genius mcgee on facebook just hit us up and because it did so well uh adam has uh put it upon us that we're going to be doing a special christmas themed triple feature jingle bells jingle bells i was going to go batman smells you know i, I was thinking that too but then you know, we, we don't want to give away too much <laughs> right, what right, we might right. have planned so we're going to have three again mystery films we're not going to reveal the lineup until that night when we show the movies uh it will be before the star wars the force awakens goes out because yeah every that, theater is booked yeah, yeah. there's there's not going to be there's not going to be any so content. We're going to have like us in the crowd if we go again. And then I'll be like, uh, hey, uh, I'm going to go for a little bit, and I'll be right back, and then you can go for a little bit, and yeah. So it will be before December 17th is what we're saying. But it will, be again, be three mystery films. Again, we're going to have some custom pre-programming before them, the pre-show sp- uh, playlist. Who knows what else kind of special we're going to have. Some surprises. Uh, well, again, we'll have giveaways courtesy of Rotten Rentals. We're going to have a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. So we're looking forward to it. We'll start promoting it and plugging it as soon as we have a date specified, but it's going to be a lot of fun. But, you know, we love to go where we're needed. And <laughs> yeah. you're thinking, Throw up the nerd signal. To the nerdmobile. And... You know we love to host us some movies over at Alamo. Yes, I'm excited, especially and with the first one. In November, we've got some really good films. So we want to talk about those real quick, plug some upcoming uh, appearances. But on November 4th... My birthday. Which is Genius McGee's birthday, mm-hmm. man. We are screening... Oh, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, good God. Uh, just Battle Royale, man. Yeah, what I mean, else what... can we say, man? Uh, the Hunger Games for Adults. It's... This is a tough, brutal movie. Yes. This is one that brought us, uh, what was her name in Kill Bill? Go-Go. Yes. Fucking Go-Go, man. Based on her performance in Battle Royale, Quentin Tarantino was such a fan. But this is a brutal, violent movie that will be really interesting to see with a crowd, because I've never seen it in a theater. Oh, yeah, I mean, either. Yeah, yeah, I've only I, seen it on VHS or like you know, it was like that bootleg. old bootleg. Uh huh. This was a dare film for a while. Not even so much a dare film. But like but you got to check this out. This shit's crazy. Yeah. It was word of mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you would just see that really worn down bootleg, which was kind of cool given the yeah. time it came out. Was that like two thousand three, two thousand maybe something like that? Okay, yeah. So November uh, November fourth, battle royale. And then on November 10th, we're doing a Vinegar Syndrome night, you guys, which means... Oh, yes. It's going to be dirty. It'll be weird, dirty. We're screening Demonoid Messenger of Death. Yes. And I have it on good authority. We do have a good DVD to give away with that one as well. Yes, we do. And it's all about... From what I read, they did an article in it in... uh, What? Birth birth Movies Death. death. Yeah. And uh, from what they said, it's just a batshit crazy film about demon sacrifices who kill people... By chopping off their left hand. Their left hand. Because yeah. as you know, the left, left hand, hand is a sign for the devil. Absolutely. I found that out in Mexico. Really? That's a true fucking thing. It man. is. It's yeah. steeped within Catholicism. It's yeah. kind of weird. Wow. Well, you know. They're like, no, oh, that's that's the devil's hand. You're and I'm like, what? Do you ever see the uh, Trinity movies? They were they were these uh, Italian spaghetti westerns with Terrence Hill. 
has the greatest theme song. If you ever saw Django Unchained, the very end theme song where it goes. Oh, okay. That's Trinity. He's the left hand of the devil. That's his character, and he's just the laziest piece of shit cowboy ever. Like, he doesn't ride a horse. He's got, like, this little stretcher that he just sleeps on, and the horse carries him. He's just always in shelf, but he's just a badass. He was actually, uh, they used clips of it in a uh, Geico commercial. Or it wasn't a Geico commercial. It was an insurance commercial. But he does this all this really sped-up hype. It's great shit. Great oh, shit. I gotta Sorry. watch it. Sorry, I don't even know how that transition started there it was uh no that's cool man that sounds it's like a good one it's a good one that's what i'd love to see in a theater as well yeah. but uh november 10th demonoid messenger of death and then <laughs> the following night this one's gonna be fun guys uh on the uh, november 11th it's tough guy cinema so i don't know why we're gonna be there but right? you know we're gonna be the other guys i think <laughs> in that case uh but we're gonna be screening uh god paul verhoven's starship troopers mm, such a would you like would to you know like more, more? <laughs> It's well, we were sitting on that one, weren't we? Right. <laughs> like, oh, shit, is he going to do it? I got better do that one. If you have not seen this, my God. This is a this is a crazy... This is a movie that works on a couple of levels. Hey, Lola, get out of there. The dangers of screening in the backyard is Lola's getting into trash. That's not good. <laughs> uh, but this is a movie that works on two levels. It works as a pure kick-ass action film. Uh-huh. It works as an action film and is also as just a good social satire. Yeah. The way RoboCop worked, uh, the way even kind of Showgirls works. Well, because, like, basically we're rooting for them because we think they're Americana, but oh, they it, are fascists. It is. The, well, so the book is uh, written by Robert Heinlein, um, and it's a classic. Yeah. And it's just one of those that is a totally fascist book. Uh, that And you don't really... Unless you, if you approach it as a pure action movie, it's fun. Right. There's good practical effects. Some uh-huh. good CGI work yeah. in this, actually. Good sci-fi story. Absolutely. And you've got just kind of these blank slate, model-looking actors, which I always found very funny because Casper Van Dien, mm, this God is love him. the Casper days. The, yeah, just that square jaw, uh-huh. just buff. And then you've got... Um, um, Denise Richards. Richards. Denise Richards now, she's all right. Don't get me wrong. But back in the day, Denise Wild things Richards. There, Denise oh, Richards. my God. We go creeps and nostalgia really quickly here. <laughs> and then there's even a shower scene because it's Paul Verhoeven, so why fucking not? Co-ed nudity with n- not blinking an eye. That's right. the way it's always existed in his universe, mm-hmm. which is kind of very utilitarian. Just, yeah. you know, we're all equal on the same playing ground here. It's very interesting. Um, I just that's And that's another layer to the film. You can yeah. watch it as a pure action film or just enjoy it for the lovely social satire because... Or a, just a Verhoeven film, you when, know? When, when uh, you know, Neil Patrick Harris shows up at the very end in full, you know, Nazi... Nazi garb re- to touch the vulva of the of that it's worm. Afraid. Right? And what's funny is when everyone erupts, even in the audience, you know there's going to be a few folks out there that are going to erupt and cheer. You go, oh god, oops, where we were, ah, damn. But that's the trick of high NPH, high NPH. Doogie went foul. Actually, he was the one that was under the knife instead of Angel of Death. That was actually written about him. Doogie of Death. Monarch to the surgeons of the dead. So if it, that Angel of Fury was uh, about him, then who was Sourdough? Sa- oh, God, well. <laughs> right take, take your survivalist pick, man. Right. S- sourdough just somehow I'm gonna always... Go, I'm going to go with Jake Busey. Jake Busey was Sourdough. Because he's in that. it, and he dies gloriously. Yes, he does. 
It's it's kind of rough. It's yeah. kind of rough. Uh, and he, I just I think that was the first time I saw Busey as uh, as an actor, and I was like, my God, what happened? Was this a minor cloning accident? You know, of Gary, and like, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, sorry, my bad. Bad CGI? Are they doing that reverse young thing like Benjamin Button? Marshall Bell is in this. Yeah, uh, you've got a great uh, Michael Ironside. Yes, Bucky so you've Zeus. got great. You've yeah. got um, um, the 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 Kurgan. Uh, what's his name? Clancy Smith. Yeah, uh, in this, you've got all these great character actors uh, that just add to why this movie again out in the backyard guys sorry we got people we've got street toughs Shh. They, they, they are street toughs you know they're gonna come okay the helicopter <laughs> and now the street toughs that's funny this is okay moment two of our Halloween hangover episode where bad shit is supposed to be happening here man I'm telling you we're if we're in a Walter Hill film <laughs> if this becomes like uh, like trespass <laughs> or judgment night <laughs> We're in trouble, yeah. okay? Yeah. And I just mentioned Angel of Death, which uh, Slayer was utilized in the Judgment Night soundtrack. So it's all coming around here, man. I'm freaking out here. Nice. No, it's not good. Okay, and then finally, <laughs> on November 23rd, bring out your uh, wrestling, your, your Mexican... Your luchador masks. Yes, because we're going to be screening Santo and Blue Demon versus the Monsters. Yes. I've never seen it. Oh, dude, I love fucking wrestler luchador movies because they're so over the top. And there are some crazy yes. stuff going on there because that's one of my favorite film things with the uh, foreign horror is seeing horror filtered through another culture yeah. and just seeing how wonderfully amazing it is. Well, and you, sometimes you can't go wrong with wrestlers in action movies. Look at fucking uh, They Live. You know what I'm saying? This, this is <laughs> like in The Simpsons. Well, give us the Mexican equivalent of Steven Spielberg, you know? <laughs> Senior Spielbergo. <laughs> that was uh, Mr. Mr. Burns. That was take 23. Excellent. Es bueno, no? <laughs> Love it when the Simpsons can creep in on that. That's the beauty of it. No, I'm, I'm excited to see this one. But, yeah, we'll definitely make this one very interactive. Perhaps maybe uh, have people do their best uh, luchador entrances, you know? Yeah. Be, I think that'll be fun because, like you guys know, we like to get interactive. We always yeah. include that in there. But, no, I love mixing it up with everyone, man, because we're all nerds here. So we came together on this episode not to talk about the past, but oh, a little bit about the past. Well, actually, mostly about the past. You know, we are nostalgic out here mm-hmm. about our Halloween experiences uh, because, for me, Halloween has always – obviously has always been special. But in recent years, it's just become more of a day for me. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. What about you? What about you? Well, according to my knees and legs after trick-or-treating with my with Shorty, uh, yeah, no, it's not the same. No, really? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, a young trick-or-treater's game? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's definitely a young man's game. Oh, my goodness. So, but did, now, what did you have fun, though? Oh, I had a blast. Okay, okay. I had a blast. See, to me, that does that make it worth it? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's okay. Halloween. Okay. You know, you can aches and pains aside, you know, chicks dig scars. That's a good, you know, you're still doing it for the love of it because it was fun. Oh, yeah. And then I capped it off watching a little bit of the Royals and then watching a scary movie. What did you watch? Sugar or Treat. Nice, nice. Are we talking about the anthology? Mm-hmm. Of course, the anthology, man. I, lo- I mean, don't get me wrong. Trick or Treat, is, uh, the the other movie is fantastic, but I'm, you know, it's Halloween. You have to follow the rules. There's rules of Halloween. You have to follow them. And it's just a good, and you know my love of anthology, so I'm like, this is perfect. I was either between John Carpenter's Halloween and Trick or Treat, and I'm like, ah, we just watched it a couple of weeks ago, you know, so let's let's do this one. I like that. And that one is in your Halloween rotation. Oh, fuck yeah. And, you know, uh, Tales of Halloween is now, once that comes on Blu-ray... Or, yeah, that's, that's... It's going in my physical... Oh yeah. oh, yeah, physical library, most definitely. That was so much fun. Well, I had a really weird kind of almost like Buffy the Vampire Slayer universe reaction yesterday. And you know what? Me too, because then I'm like, I'm just watching, I'm done. 
and people are like, let's go party. And, uh, right. And like, I, you know, I like you said, like, go on. Tell, tell them the Buffy theorem. Well, it's just for those of you that are fans of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show, in the Buffy verse, basically, vampires, demons, monsters, they don't go out on Halloween night. It's uh, kind of cliched, basically. You know, that's for the amateurs, if you will. And not saying that people that party on Halloween are amateurs. Not at all. I was just one of those moods where I wasn't feeling like I wanted to, I felt like if I was going to watch a horror movie, it would have been forced. Yeah. But I was going through my library going, oh, what should I rewatch? Should I watch that? And I wasn't feeling it. I was like, you know what? I'll start watching some commentary tracks. Mm-hmm. So I broke out uh, Joe Lynch's Everly. That is a, a fucking sigh. That is <laughs> such a good movie. A and good, you, you introduced that movie. I did, to you and Dustin. Yeah. yeah. And so I listened to the commentary track because Joe Lynch is a huge fanboy, and I just discovered he and uh, uh, Adam Green have a podcast they do weekly that's a lot of fun that i'm really big on sweet um so he's just a total fanboy he's talking about um they were um screen testing um who is goldie hahn's daughter uh, kate, hudson kate hudson for the role of everly and he was talking about how she actually brought some really good stuff to the role and he's like plus i got to meet kurt russell which was rad and just the way he described it was like ah oh, that's awesome so i started with that and then i eventually transitioned into uh, re-watching i heart huckabees mm-hmm. not a halloween movie no you know at all but i hadn't watched it in a while and i was like yeah oh, you know what i'm gonna rewatch it Loved it, enjoyed it, still as pretentious as ever, but <laughs> I enjoyed the pretension that it brings out in me because I these are the movies I sought out. I was telling you around the same time, I uh, watched The Dreamers in the theater, and that's the that very arty film uh-huh. with Eva Green in it because oh, she's a treat. She goes like uncomfortably nude, yeah, and it was because there were only two of us in the theater, <laughs> two loners. <laughs> Because this is around the time I would just go out and I would see a film because it was playing at like the Tivoli or uh, Liberty Hall in Lawrence. And I was like, you know what? I'll go and see it. And I'm just watching all this just, I won't lie, glorious nudity, but at the same time very uncomfortable. (laughs) And just like peering over my shoulder like, you know, what's going to happen here? You know, this could get really bad. (laughs) And all of a sudden you... (laughs) 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 It's a finisher. Ah! <laughs> it was horrible. It could have gone so bad, so bad. But uh, and so uh, it was around that time. But I revisited I Heart Huckabees. It was great. And then I went um, and I was like, you know what? Am I going to try another horror film? I'm like, you know what? No, I am not really well versed on the whole Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah. Oh, I'm, they're hilarious. I love them. I've only seen a handful, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch one of those. And so I watched the one with Mitchell. Oh, Joe Don Baker. Which was great. It was so much fun. I was laughing my ass off, and it was just, and by the time it was done, I'm like, well, it's about 11 o'clock. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. And I was in slumberland by then, man. Yeah. I, it I, was the most non-Halloween day night ever. Well, and the thing, the thing about it is, like, we probably celebrate Halloween every day, you know? In one way or another. That's Halloween why I'm is glad every- we have Nightmare Junkhead. Yeah. Because we, we can talk about horror once a week. Yeah. You know? And uh, so, no, I'm kind of with you. Because, like, now, 10 years ago? Oh, yes. That's a different story. But, Do like... Do you have any tales from 10 years ago when, you know, you were just, you're not a genius, but you were, you know, really smart McGee, you know, or anything <laughs> like that, you know? You know, the budding days, the mm. nascent days, if you will? Oh, man. Jeez, oh, I don't even know. Uh, 10 years ago... I remember not much of it, <laughs> but I remember just getting dressed up, and I used to love go to clubs back in the day. The, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Those kind of clubs? Yeah, there was one called XO. I, that's a regional thing. I remember XO. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Ew. That place was gross. I had a blast, man. <laughs> 
Now, for those of you, again, if you're not, maybe this is might be a generational gap in terms. I know there's still clubs out there, right? I don't know. Are there? I don't know. Just these, you would. There get, has. You to would get be. dressed up with your buddies, dressed to the nines, because it was just a. It would always just be a group of dudes, you know, some smelling godly of you know aftershave, whatever styling gel that was in their hair, you know, and just. Just dancing. Some would just be talking the ladies up. Man. Oh, that place was sweaty. That was a sweaty place, and it, it was. I mean, the floor was always kind of sticky. Everybody was like, "Did the, you have moves? Did you have like you know your well, go to?" I had moves. Man. I've seen you move before, man. So, yeah, you know, I, got I, know, moves. I know you've got yeah, moves. I got moves. Yeah, I remember just partying all night, and I don't want to say that I was partaking any in illegal activity because you not. know, no, but there might have been. In the area. There might have been in the area, and I might have got a whiff, a taste, or a couple of pills of... of, of, of it happens. Yeah. Just I, the, you know, I, tertiary, it's Right, fine. right, right. It might have happened. Who knows? Um, but, and then it would be like three in the morning, and then we'd all be in costume, and we'd go to Denny's. The the after party Denny's. Yeah. And then we got to see what people really looked at the light, and that was, <laughs> that was more frightening than any costume we could ever put on. Very so. sobering. Yeah. Like, like, oh, God. Oh, Wow. Please step away from the moons for my hammy. You right. know, I don't want to <laughs> don't want to soil those. Right. Uh, for me, it's Holly, Halloween. In terms of the nostalgia, and obviously, you know, we do nerds of nostalgia. But the nostalgia, the sweet point for me was obviously when you were growing up, elementary school, maybe transitioning to middle school, hell, maybe high school occasionally. You know, yeah. But the anticipation of actually going out and getting candy, the anticipation of your costume, the anticipation of seeing what everyone else was wearing. Mischief. Oh, the mischief, absolutely. Going, I was not very mischievous. That's probably not a surprise for most people. I'm so freaking (laughs) milk toast and wishy-washy. So I can only imagine you, though, were the one that was out there that was doing the the tricks, if you will. Were you a trickster? You know what? Not so much. Okay. I mean, I I was to a point mostly like ding-dong ditch or... Or my forte was trying to scare people. That is not surprising. What yeah. would you? What, how would you go about it? Like, ding dong, and then hide in the bushes, and then rawr, you know, just like candy, you know, <laughs> just like a little monster. A very unconventional approach for trick or treating, <laughs> right? For the most part. Right. Was that as about as severe as you got? Um, yeah, pretty much. Well, we did like TP couple of houses once or twice but there are always people with like the lights off and we're like boo does that exist here. anymore teepeeing no i don't think i so. never see it in neighborhoods anymore i, don't think so. I think because everybody's like well let's just give them candy you right know? and there's also cameras everywhere right and like <laughs> i went over to, i went over to dustin's house and he had all of his lights off except for the tv and i knocked <laughs> on the door and he goes i don't have any candy go away and i'm like dude it's me let me in like you go, oh come on in. Right? Turn off the light. I don't want to see any little bastard scene that I'm home. Right? I'm like, God damn, grumpy. He goes, Fuck it, dude. I'm not giving away free candy. I'm just gonna hang out and watch movies. And I'm like, God damn, it's dark, all your lights are off. Look like a sex offender lives here. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what what has happened to us because this was I don't know, is it just that because we you know, watch horror all the time? You know, we're constantly thinking of that stuff, talking that stuff. That you just have to take a break occasionally. I think so. I mean, I think like I know it for me. Every day is Halloween, right? And you had mentioned you were we were going to hang out. We were just you know maybe just chill out, chill watch out, some watch movies. Some, but we were like, well, I'm tired. Dude. I know you guys like, dude, I'm really tired. Like I'm yeah. about to you know, head off to Slumberland here. Well, we bust our ass though, like with horror and everything on a regular Halloween. I don't want to say amateur night, 
No, but it's just it's a good night off. It's a good it's a good night off. I mean, and everybody else is doing the things you do already all sure. the time, which it's great because they're getting that to appreciate it as much right. as we do. Right, and like that's not to say my party days are over, but just this Halloween, especially with like all the running we've done mm-hmm. the the night before, we just oh, yeah. we partied till the break. Till the break of dawn, right? But it just seems like okay. We're done. Let's, it's it's a time like, and place uh, kind of thing. Kind of smooth out now. To the point where we can do that and still be okay with it. Because I had mm-hmm. just as good a time rewatching those movies, yeah. chilling out, um, you know, spying when I occasionally heard someone walking up our stairs. Because I kind of did the same thing. I turned my lights out. But then after about nine, I turned it back on. But I'm like, oh, God. If right. I get those last, you know, the people that actually do trick-or-treat. Because back in the day, oh, you Oh, trick-or-treat till one. Hells yeah, you yes. would. Now there's definitely, there's like, you can almost feel like a, there's a, Afraid. A, people right? are like afraid to be out past 9.30. Back in the day, and this is uh, getting regional here. I lived in Stanley, Kansas, which was just a very, very much almost, it was very rural, but kind of transitioning to suburban. Uh-huh. Uh, but everyone knew each other. Um, you would just walk everywhere for your candy, and you would travel. You would travel in packs, mm-hmm. you know, without an adult. You didn't need an adult. No shit. Back in the day, uh, me and my brother, I was maybe about sixteen. He was maybe about like eleven or something. We were like, well, you know what? I got my car. I got a car now. Let's go trick or treat. And he goes, yeah. I go, Fuck yeah. <laughs> so he never really dressed up much. Right, I was always the one all decked out, and he was the one like I'll put a sheet over my head, you know, more of a handler. They all wear a mask, right? And so he would wear a mask, and we'd go trick or treating, and then we'd go to the neighborhood that we were used to. And I'm like, well, fuck it, dude, let's go to Mission Hills. I'm like, why? I'm like, that's rich town, man. <laughs> you know, they got some good shit there. He goes, yeah, let's do it, right? So we would drive ten minutes to the next neighborhood and trick or treat, and then ten more minutes. So we finally got to Mission Hills, and by then it was like eleven o'clock, and we go knocking on the doors. And, and people shit. were still answering. People were right? still in, and full size. Well, I don't oh. have much left, so here's a full size candy bar, and like oh, so that was the neighborhood with the full size candy bar, right? Okay. And then they even had stuff like if the other kids didn't show up, the ones that you see, we, we would get all kinds of goodies and treats and shit to the point where like we would have to dump all of both of our halls in a garbage bag and we literally had a garbage bag full of shit and then we'd go home pop in a movie and then we would like sort like okay i want this 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 it was almost like candy barter town right <laughs> right like i'll give you uh, six slim jims or no i'll give you six uh, pixie sticks for your mounds and you spit in your hands brum it together right. man and move like, on yeah like <laughs> this is splitting up the back because i think that actually goes from like a heist to like a score based mm-hmm. on the amount of stuff you had man that's insane uh, it was glorious dude well that was uh there was you mentioned the the neighborhood you had we had um river ridge i mm-hmm. believe was the uh the very fancy rich neighborhood and i had friends that lived out there best part was of course going out and spending the nights you know in their houses yeah. because they were just glory now listen my parents were amazing providers we had a great house but you know the people in river edge had huge houses right not not knocking my phone but it was just always right right, right. no but no if no you could if you the, could the somehow, rich rich town yeah, yeah if you could somehow make your way there whether it was you know you had a, a friend who had a mom that was driving you around because that our, our town was small enough that you never had to do that but if you know they were like you know making that pilgrimage out right, there it's like, right oh there's some full sizers out there mm-hmm, man mm-hmm. it was it was kind of a thing of legend but walking around the neighborhood again basically everyone knew each other where yeah. i lived um and we kind of had a boarding house that was right behind my grandmother's and it was one of those for things. like teens or hobos or I th- I want to say hobos based on my experience with it for the most mm-hmm. part because 
uh, going there, I was dressed as a ghost. I do remember that, and it was a poor Charlie Brown. Basically, you know, I was I was still in my very amateur days. Then. I got a rock, right? <laughs> it wasn't before I went to Spencer's and you know spent a hundred dollars right. on a mask. You know, uh-huh. that had their articulate jaw. But I'm walking up there, and it was a very, very much a Michael Myers esque house in terms of the way the setup was, and the front door was open, so you just had a screen door, very well lit. You know, there were no dark, nothing scary. Basically, very uh-huh. unassuming. So I knock on the door. No dogs or anything yet, but I did knock on the door. Nothing. I knock on the door again, and I hear this, this, this movement. And out of the corner and walking down the hallway, not walking, but doing this, like, gorilla-style side-to-side thing was this dude that was painted in green and had a loincloth on and was just made his <laughs> way towards me. And I, I didn't... I don't know what I said, but I, I elicited a scream, and I tore, I got the hell out of there, man. It was, I, into, it is ingrained in my brain. Like, I feel a little faint talking about it, like, because it was so scary, because it was, there was just this lovely combination of sound, and then just seeing this unearthly thing. I thought I was seeing an old one, you know? It was so horrible, and it scared the shit out of me. the ends mouth in. I, <laughs> Would you like a little sud of cane with that? Right. Oh, it was horrible, man. It was awful. And it just scared. And the dude, I do remember, my. I think it was my cousins that were with me. They're like, Because I was basically like, fuck this. Ran screaming. My cousins were like, Greg, it's cool. And the dude's like, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but at that point, my brain had registered it like flight. <laughs> like, I'm leaving my family behind. It doesn't matter. It was awful. It was so horrible. Remind me not to, like, team up with you in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Bye. Wait, wait. I don't have to outrun the zombies. You just have to outrun me. <laughs> and that's not a hard thing to do. <laughs> okay, this is actually sad to admit. And around the same time of Halloween that I wasn't dressing up, but I was still hanging out with friends. Mm-hmm. And, okay, this is way, again, I lived in Stanley, Kansas. Now, there were some towns that were southern of us that were totally, they were very rural, okay? More backwoods, if you will, okay? At FarmersOnly.com. Where Motel could happen, Motel Hell could, could happen. happen yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre could happen. Try the jerky, it's delicious. Oh, my God. And so we're out there, we're at a friend of mine's sister's house. Um, and there's three of us, okay? And we've got a tent on the on the side of the house. We had been watching some horror movies beforehand, and mm-hmm. then we just started walking around the neighborhood. Again, very, very rural, so it's very spread open. So, I mean, maybe nine or ten houses total, yeah. okay? But we're just being obnoxious shits, telling bad jokes, you know, blah, 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 blah. Make our way back so we're going to finally go to bed in the tent, okay? Now, her side yard, very long and narrow, okay? Mm-hmm. So we're in there... Doing the things that teen boys do in right. tents, you know, out in rural areas. I'm not going to say anything, but uh, you know who to give me a call, you know? Okay. <laughs> so, but I think something like I had said a bad joke or something, and I uh-huh. got pushed out of the tent. And so, <laughs> boo! Sandman came out. Yeah, you got the hook. <laughs> and I go to turn uh. back in, and I look down that narrow side yard, and all I see is the silhouette of someone tall and slender walking ever so slowly towards me. And I, I, can't, oh, I can't see distinct features. And at this point in my life, I have seen Halloween so many times that when I... I it's I, the shape. Yes, it was the shape. And all in my mind, I just hear that don. 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 And I'm in my head, I'm going, oh my God, what do I do? Because the dude is wielding a knife. Fuck. Okay? Small tender man wielding a knife 
I have the Halloween score going in my head. <laughs> now, what is it? <laughs> you could have put yakety sacks behind me because I said, I remember going, fuck it. And I ran around the house back into the front of it, leaving my poor friends behind. God damn. I didn't give them any kind of warning. Or a fuck. Uh, I don't give it was, a Bye, bitches. <laughs> it's embarrassing to talk about now because of. Oh, I could just picture like you're, you're hovering in the air for a couple of seconds while your feet are just spinning around it. and you're saying something like feet don't fail me now and then just like because i've been raised on these horror movies you know and it's been a night where we've been causing shenanigans shenanigans comeuppance happens man i know this yes it does so i make my way inside the inside the door in their house and i've locked the door because god damn not only did you leave them out there but you locked them out too that's fucked up. That's like the dude in the basement of fucking Night of the Living Dead. He's like, no, you ain't coming in. Fuck you. Like, come on, man. I've become Tom Towles, man. What the hell? (laughs) I have. It's horrible. (laughs) And again, this is a very... uh, The the front door was wide open for me, man. And so I'm cowering in the corner where there's stairs moving. I'm going, Karen! (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. Let me in. Let me in. No! Boom, boom, boom. Let me... Tears are going down your face. No, I see him because they've got a front porch. I see him walking up the stairs and then i see the silhouette making its way across windows ever so slowly oh that's a horror movie oh it was awful and i am crying her name and he comes up to the door and again i can see the silhouette and he starts jiggling it oh shit and then he starts going let me in let me in (laughs) i am i don't think i have i don't think i pissed myself i don't think i passed out but i know i was crying i was crying hysterically (laughs) Karen starts walking down going, what the hell is going on? She makes a beeline to the door, opens the front door, and I'm like, oh, no! This guy comes in who was her just her fucking neighbor, had a beer bottle in his hand, wasn't a knife, was wondering what all the ruckus was. <laughs> it was ho- I was so scared. I was so scared. I didn't go back out that night. I slept inside the house. Covering under the blankets. Oh, oh my god! I, if I had been an animal in nature, I really would have pissed myself oh, to protect shit. myself. It was embarrassing. He it won't was, get me with this stink on me. It was embarrassing. Oh Jesus! Just looking back, I just and I'd like to think that if it happened again, I would be like heroic, you know, <laughs> and I'd you know fight the evil, or at least I'd warn my friends. You no, know, you'd probably say, "Change, you stop fucking around. That ain't funny." Cheese it, or I'm gonna call the cops. Right. Okay. I've had enough of that. And finally, oh shit. So I, Halloween has always been nice, but I've had some very scarring moments, you know, that I will forever. That's why I enjoy it, because it, that wouldn't have happened any other night. You know, those kind of things. Do you have any moments like that where you were the scarer or scar Oh, if fuck, you will? I'm the scarer all the time, man. I scarred somebody last night, man. Shit. So... Um, so I'm go- I go to my friend's house to trick or treat, and I knock on the door to see if she's there. And I'm knocking on the door, I'm like, right? And I'm full in, of the mind, right? I'm full in uh, Leatherface gear. And you, again, you make a great Leatherface. And I'm just standing there, and these kids come up behind me, and they don't from the front, from the back. I just look like I like nothing, just like a dude, right? But I turn around, and then there I am in my blood covered apron. And it's a good, good replication. You did a good job. With and that. my mask and everything. And then the kids just take three steps back, and I hear one go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> right? 
Every then, kid crew has to have the swear, man. Yeah. And then they're just kind of staying there, and I'm just standing there like this, and I kind of cock my head to the side like Michael Myers. And then the, you could just see, like, them, like, slowly leaning back. Shit's starting to register with mm-hmm. them. And then I have my chainsaw in the hand. And it's one of those ones that you push a button, and it goes, Rrrr! it's like a, it moves and everything. It looks fucking real, right? So you just go like that and just scare the fuck out of them. Poof, they're out. They're out. That, I, again, the middle finger salute for you, man, because that is hysterical. But those poor kids. Oh, and then what? And then one, I, I kind of like step back, right? And I step forward to them, and then some of them are gone, but one of them's like, Come on, man. I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you. Let's do this, Hells right? Yeah. And so then I take one slow step. Right, because I've been slow the whole time. He goes, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Right, it's, it's the swear. And so he's like, swear. he's like leaning back, right, and like he's like, "Come on, I'm not scared. I'm not scared." And not like I go run, but then I start to run. I start to run, and he's like, "Fuck!" And then just two, 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 and then I see them. They're all <laughs> the other kids are like maybe like almost a, not a block away, but way up the street. And then I'll get in there, like, oh, "Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on!" Right? Oh, it's. Great to induce that kind of crowd panic. Yes, that's impressive. Man. It was fantastic. Nice pacing with that story yeah. too. That's uh, that poor kid. That was your Kincaid, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on, another face, pussy. Right. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Uh, have you ever been the scary though? Mm-mm. Like, no, really. Mm-mm. Are you like Louise? You've never been scared. No, I've been scared all the time. Fuck, I got sick. It's scared walking to my car, dude. I mean, it's not the fact that it's scared. I think it's like. A scary awareness, you know, like your, your scare perception is right, just right, off the charts. Yeah, and so like I'm like, yeah, because I what I I don't fear ghouls and goblins and monsters and shit. I fear animals, like evil animals. Did you like my little bit that I put in for the uh um, the, the, the giant rats, the giant rats in the theater? Yes, thank you. Well, no worries. You were my target audience. Right? For that I one. even looked at it and I go, dude, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, because I remember coming in and seeing, I'm like, nope. <laughs> right? I didn't say no. That was great. <laughs> that was the response I was going for, so I'm very happy that happened. So, like, like, like if I hear a noise, I'm like, fuck a possum, you know, or like, oh, there's bats or something, you know, or worse, like something animalistic. Conniving cats, maybe? Conniving cats, but something animalistic, but not an, like a regular animal. Like a mutated possum. Of course. Something that shouldn't exist, but yet here it is. Or a chupacabra or something. You know, something like little and crazy. So I'm always worried about that. And um, I got fucking freaked out the other night. Um, Casey Tim Kenton, Rotten Reynolds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he goes, dude, you need to listen to what what was left on our answering machine. And he sent me a WAV file. And um, I listened to it. And this is just after we finished... um, the Friday the 13th retrospective, right? Mm-hmm. So I got all this mm-hmm. crazy shit already going on in my head. I pull up and it's dark. And so then I'm listening to the thing. The only light around is my light from the phone. And then I play it and it's like, I'm in the basement. Help me. Right? No. 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 Right? But I couldn't understand what it was saying for first because it's on the on the phone. Sure. So I play it again. I'm in the basement. Help me. Right? I'm like no, what? So I play it again. I'm in the basement. Help me, right? And I'm like, fuck, dude. So I like text him. I'm like, dude, 
am I going to die in seven days? Did you just pass the curse? <laughs> Did you just ring me? Right? I'm like, what the fuck, dude? This is not cool. And he goes, I know. That's what I'm thinking, too. I'm like, dude, I'm walking to my, I'm walking home from my car. I'm freaking the fuck out, right? And I am. And then, sure enough, I hear, like, a rustle in the, uh, coming out of the bushes over there, right? And I'm like, fuck, this is how I'm going to die, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the slow, irony, I'm like man. slowly kind of walking to the house. And then in front of me, there's a rustle in the, like, in the flowers in the gardens and shit, right? And I'm like, fuck, man. So I run up to my, to my door and I'm, and I drop my keys. Oh, classic. Right? Classic. Right? So I'm over there trying to fumble and then the rustle's getting closer and then it's a fucking chicken. You you were you, you see the size of that chicken? It was a chicken. The chicken came out of the out of a fucking a cursed chicken. I mean, just, just regular. If you follow me on 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 uh, Twitter, I've seen those. You know that I have chicken problems. Like chickens are in my yard. Like my neighbor from Cambodia raises chickens, and they get loose. So these were conniving chickens. Right. They were actually... They were probably pissed off because I chased them off. Look, I totally... Get off my lawn, you crazy chickens! Right? And I'm sitting there. I mean, these chickens are awful. I mean, there's even, there's even this... Okay, chicken story. Prime chicken story, right? This happened maybe about two weeks before this whole chicken incident, right? So I'm, think that, I'm thinking it is revenge. So I come home, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go out on my porch and have a smoke. So I go out on my porch, and on the table, there's a chicken and a rooster. Sitting there, chilling, right? Okay, now this isn't. This is not. This does not happen often, right? This is a. Oh, what the hell? That's a chicken and a rooster. There's a chicken and a rooster right there, right? I even posted the picture. I'm like, well, what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm like, yeah, rah, rah, rah. nothing. I throw a pillow at him. Nothing, right? I'm not gonna. Those chickens. Do the chickens have large talons, right? <laughs> They're from the street, man. You know, right? They're street tough chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, so what am I gonna do? I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna throw water on them. And then I'm going to chase him out of the yard, right? Have you seen Gremlins, man? You know that's not going to end yeah. well. I know. I, I just don't want to get in my, like, hover-around chair. But, um... <laughs> street toughs. Street toughs. And it's the fast and the furious. It's the medium pace and the disgruntled. <laughs> so, so I get this... I'm about to throw this water on these chickens, and I'm like, nope. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. So I pull up YouTube, and I pull up Turkey in the Straw... What is that? You never heard turkey in the straw? I have not heard turkey in the straw. So I go to YouTube, and I figured if I'm going to chase these chickens. Are you thinking of, like, the atmosphere, like your backing track, if you will? Yes. Oh, good Lord, man. This Okay, I don't know if that is a sad statement of our love for genre cinema, where we need a backing track to, like, hype us up for an event, for something that we should be able to do just like, you know. So I'm like, I got my water, and I pulled this up. That's pretty inspired. Yeah. So I pull this up. I throw the water on him. The chicken tears out, right? The rooster is still there and, like, confronting me. Like, I'll take a step and he'll be like, what? Like that? What you got on my 40, pony? Right? And so then, like, he's like, come on, come on. And I'm like, and I take a step, and I'm like, fuck, how do I get rid of this chicken? So the only thing I could think of, meanwhile, doodle 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 is playing. I start doing the Arrest Development Chicken dance i said you're going 
trying to get and then like through all the right the whole lineup right and finally the rooster's like shit and he's this guy's crazy and he tears off as far as he didn't say have you ever seen a chicken chickens don't clap oh my god that's just Dude, that's insane. So I'm thinking this was the whole payback. It does sound like, yeah, they were like, you know what? We've heard certain stories that, you know, this man is uh, frightened of uh, the getting, you know, put on the uh, equal footing of the uh, food chain. You right. Know? So, like, <laughs> let's even the score. Mm-hmm. They're actually thinking about a talon with a scoreboard. <laughs> it's not Every time up. they lose, they throw an egg. Boop. We'll get them next time. Better be on the lookout, man. You never know what's going to happen to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, it's shit like that that's fun. That's Whether it happens during Halloween, whether it's an everyday occurrence, you know, the feeling of being scared, just the intimidation, all of those things, it makes you feel alive. Yes. Which is fun. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. it's Halloween came and went. Had fun. You know, we'll be definitely doing some uh, some future events with this. Hopefully it'll become a tradition. We were already talking about what we would screen for next year. For next year. Which is hopefully to show you how much we do care about this stuff. We really have a good time with it. Um, but anything else for this episode, my friend? I think this was a good episode. I think so, man. You know, uh, you know, we love Happy Halloween. Halloween guys. That's right. Uh, so this is Greg D. Jeez, McGee. Reminding you, it's never too late to get nerdy about nostalgia, and we will see you in your dreams. Yeah.